This is AgriFutures On Air, brought to you by AgriFutures Australia, driving innovation in Australian agriculture. Hello, this is AgriFutures On Air and I'm Jane Cudahy. For Bill Hyam, collaboration and practical experience has been a treasured part of his AgriFutures Horizon Scholarship Program. While his initial approach to the program was of give it a go, it's opened his eyes to exciting new ways to build ag tech businesses, increase production efficiencies and service consumers better. If you regularly listen to this podcast, you would have heard Bill a few weeks ago in discussion with fellow scholar Matilda Meppham and AgriFutures Australia Managing Director John Harvey about leadership within agriculture and realised that Bill is a passionate and driven science student hailing from a beef and cropping property near Gunnedah in New South Wales. If you haven't had a chance to listen, please do. They have some terrific ideas. In the meantime, though, this episode explores Bill's relationship with Melita and David Smith, founders of Ceristag, the world's first animal monitoring information platform with direct-to-satellite capability through a smart ear tag. When Bill first pursued the couple for a work placement, they were at the start-up phase of their business, a pivotal selection criteria for Bill. These three professionals went on to have a terrific collaboration, as one of our journalists, Judy Kennedy, found out. Bill, you're studying a science degree at the ANU in Canberra. You're a fifth-generation farmer of beef and grain. In terms of technology and ag tech in particular, how have things changed for your family on the farm in the past 20 years? Can you give us some examples? Yeah, hi, Judy. Um, Great to be here. I'm kind of glad you asked that one, actually, because when you think of ag tech, you kind of think of a really a burgeoning industry that hasn't really had a place in ag before now. And I think that often leads to like farmers thinking um, and seeing ag tech is just another hand trying to dip their hands into the profit margin. But when you look back um, over the past 20 years, um, especially with what I've seen, you realise that uh, ag tech's actually kind of always been there and it's been a huge help to facilitating increases in productivity and efficiency. And you can think of things like GPS, which has drastically increased um, the efficiency of spraying, of, of fertilising and of harvest, um, and it's reduced the product you have to use by reducing overlap. There's things like telemetry has become a really big thing on our farm as well um, for things like monitoring pivot systems where you can automatically see on your phone at home what your pivot's doing and then you can change it from there. Um, from the comfort of your couch, and this saves you know huge amounts of time, fuel, and um, and resources just to go out changing pivot setting. Um, and there's other things like I'd say online data is becoming a massive ag tech that's really finding its feet now uh, in in our farm, and we've got a few data entry platforms on our farm that are really making it easy to understand, like for everyone in the workforce to be able to log on, see where cattle are, or um, see what. Uh, this paddock's been sprayed with and things like that. So, yeah, it really has been a massive advance on our farm in technology um, and you don't even really notice it. It just kind of slips in there over time. But when you look at it, you, you really do notice that uh, ag tech is actually has a, a massive place in ag and, it, and it's had a massive place for about 20 years or more um, if you look back at, you know, things like mobile phone communications and things like that. I saw a presentation of yours that looked at agricultural sustainability, said it was only limited by economic viability and the will to forge new paths. Did you apply for this Horizon Scholarship? I mean, apart from the $5,000 for the final two years of your study and awesome work placements, did you apply for that because you did think it offered more for an innovation mindset? 
Look, I actually probably didn't understand the full breadth of the scholarship when I went on it. I kind of thought, I, I came across it at uni and thought, look, I'm interested in ag. I'm from an agricultural background. I'm studying in plant science and genetics. So it's probably a great thing to uh, give it a go and see what opportunities are out there. But I must admit, it's yeah, it's really opened my mind to the ways that we can change uh, things that we do in ag so that we can, you know, unlock new potential in ag, increase um, production efficiency and decrease emissions and really be able to uh, facilitate or, or um, you know, do things that the consumer wants and expects of us. So while I probably didn't realise um, how beneficial the um, Horizon Scholarship has been, it's really opened my eyes to looking more critically um, at the agricultural industry, asking those big questions and and you know what we need to change now so that we can service those um, needs in the future. Well, we have your work placement bosses on the line, so you'll have to be polite. But I will ask you, and and this is David and Melita from Ceres Tag, which is a a smart ear tag that um, is the world first animal monitoring information platform. It's got direct to satellite capability. You're you're smack bang in the middle of an innovation mindset there. So, how have you found work placement and? What was your initial reaction to this smart technology as a cattle producer? When I was first looking for this placement, um, I was kind of looking for an experience um, in ag tech to learn a bit more about it. And I was looking for a company that was just starting its commercialization process um, so I could really understand what it takes to get from that inspiring thought through the startup and into commercialization. So yeah, I jumped online and I kind of just started looking for new ag tech companies and I just found Ceres Tag popped up and I, and I thought, I read into it a bit and I thought it really had its finger on the pulse of the beef industry. And with its amazing track record, with the 2020 um, SVG Ventures Thrive Australia Challenge and things like the um, 2021 Powerhouse Design Award, I just thought this is definitely an inspiring um, ag tech company that I really want to get to know. So I reached out to them and I've just found them absolutely uh, hugely welcoming and the whole experience has been really eye-opening. Uh, Melita uh, made sure I was involved in like all the day-to-day activities um, of the business from like the brainstorming sessions for new ideas to the meetings and the whole team from from quality policy to, to marketing went out of their way to show me what their roles are, explain some of the challenges and um, and discuss yeah what they're doing at the moment in the company. So it was just a really great experience. And this was virtual, wasn't it? You you did your work placement online? Yeah, so interestingly, um, as Melita always likes to say, it is a, um, uh, what was it, Melita, the um, by default? Sarah's tag is digital by default. There you go. Sarah's tag <laughs> is digital by default. So um, it was really a kind of uh, easy thing, easy um, system to get into due to the fact that they they're always been virtual. So um, it wasn't. You know, I wasn't trying to play catch up and they weren't trying to, to make a, an experience that they haven't really, you know, had any any ability to do before. It was all very smooth and, um, yeah, it was really interesting. And I think the the beauty of the virtual um, experience was that I was able to jump around the team really easily because I could just click on the next link, um, speak mm. to whoever I needed whenever I needed. I didn't need to be in the office or go and find them or if they're out on the field or away on a trip. They were always just within, um, you know, a button's reach. And that was really, really insightful. Could answer lots of questions and, and really get, you know, a broad understanding of the of, ha- of how to be a successful ag tech company. 
What was your initial reaction then in the first few months of, of tapping into Ceres Tag and its organisation, the way it works, the, the innovation? How did you feel having spent a bit of time? Well, my initial reaction to the technology was there was a, it's, it's a tool that was right on the money for, the, for what the market will expect in years to come with, you know, with your traceability and your provenance becoming a massive thing. And it's also exactly what the Australian livestock sector needs, whether they know it or not, for um, managing things like your biosecurity risks and helping with stock theft and stuff. So I found all those concepts that I learned about just extremely interesting and I just thought every one of them was kind of hit the nail on the head for, you know, what we're going to need moving forward. And one of the one of the other major things that I actually found really interesting um, and I think that Ceres Tag is doing extremely well is interoperability. But basically, like, I know being from the farm, you always seem to, every time there's a new product out, you need yet another p- platform or another device or, you know, another setup. So I really like when I discovered that this this um, this technology was simply completely integratable with anything you've got going already, any of your online platforms that you're using for data management on farm. And um, I think that's a massive key to uptake of ag tech in the future, just making it easy for their farmer and not something you have to spend time on. Mm. And I'm sure you would have been inspired by the persistence and determination shown by David and Melita to actually get this technology to production because it was quite a, a hard slog in the beginning. Yeah, I had a, um, a great chat at the very start of my placement with both David and Melita about how they went about it and got some really insightful comments. And yeah, I was blown away by how, how hard it is. You, you kind of just take it for granted that this company is there now when you search it up on the internet. But there's just a lot that goes on in the background and it's very impressive and um, yeah, amazing to learn about what it's going to take if you want to go down that road yourself. And Bill, as a Horizon Scholar, how does this complement your area of study at uni and your, your interest in plant science and genetics, I believe? In the way of complementing my study, um, I did a lot of uh, market access research and um, research on you know how in the areas of agriculture that Sarah's Tag is going to be able to have a positive impact on so things like carbon sequestration and biosecurity and and the stock theft and things like that so that really tied into my um, studies of agricultural innovations and agricultural systems sustainability and through these courses we looked at things like biosecurity and the potential for you know um, Australia's carbon sequestration across their farmland considering that we are taking up about 55 percent of Australia's land mass so um, this placement allowed allowed me to kind of revisit those same themes, but this time looking from like a, a specific technology lens and, um, you know, understanding how a technology might actively go, this technology in particular, might actively contribute to solving pieces of these big puzzles. Um, so I found that really worthwhile and linking strongly to my uni studies. Yeah, and in the way of uh, plant science and genetics, I found of particular interest uh, when I learned about understanding feed biomass intake and uh, mm. and weight gain metrics and the ability to link this to an individual animal. And this is all, all done through algorithms um, built into the tag that, you know, have been developed by CSIRO partnerships. And this is extremely interesting. Uh, this ties right into the genetics thing. It provides us the opportunity to understand animal behaviour and track their performance with the like specific intention of um, breeding better lines of cattle based on more than just phenotypic uh, like physical attributes. Mm. Yeah, instead we can use, you know, more in-depth performance data to target underlying genetic traits that we might not be able to physically see. So, yeah, strong genetics and um, 
genetic components there and um, understanding, you know, uh, plant biomass um, and, you know, how we can convert that more effectively into the product that we're trying to make. So what would you say to other students at um, tertiary institutions around Australia if they're thinking of applying for a Horizon Scholarship? What extra benefits do you think it gives you in terms of awareness and experience of ag tech and improving your skills to be a digital employee? Well, firstly, I just want to make it clear to everyone that might be listening or interested in the um, Horizon Scholarship that it really is for anyone that's interested in ag or applying a field that they're passionate about in an agricultural context. Um, and that's regardless of, you know, your experience in the industry. So you might be like me where you've grown up and you've got a great grasp on the day-to-day processes of being a farmer or being a, a cattle producer. But when you head down, bum up in that kind of scenario, you might be relatively in the dark on the massive trends and the big drivers and the big picture of ag. So the Horizon Scholarship really opened my eyes to that. Um, so don't think just because you're in the industry deep, it's probably not worth it for you and vice versa. You might have not really any appreciation for the for how agriculture works, but you might be really passionate in uh, water management or something like that. And by getting involved in this program, you can really understand like where ag, ag's going, what are the major problems we're trying to tackle right now. So it's a really eye-opening experience and I encourage anyone interested to really um, apply yourself and have a go. Well, David, how have you found the experience of having Bill around and what what do you need from today's workforce in your business or today's employees? Well, thanks, Judy. Having Bill around was a, it's a real pleasure to be able to share our experiences. We've had uh, approaches before for people to, to come on and see what we do, but to be honest, we weren't ready. And, and the opportunity to when Bill applied was about the right time when we were active in market and we could show him the right from the first days and the thoughts right through to development and into the commercialization aspects and, and all the very bits and pieces that go into that from quality to technical issues to business issues. And I think you got a very good sense of, of how not just to run a, an ag tech company, but how to build one. So what do you think you taught Bill but and what do you think he showed you? Oh, we always appreciate the new thinking and the way the, the you know young generation like Bill is coming through and what they need and what they expect uh, from technology. So it was always good to, and I've always been a, a very keen listener to the, the future farmers and you know, how they perceive that they're going to be able to feed the world. Um, so Bill taught, taught, always taught us a lot, and so does everyone, actually, that uh, we have the opportunity to interact. From us, it's it's really how to build a business, really, is, is what I hope we shared with Bill. Um, sometimes you, you can get carried away with the romance of the technical capabilities of things without realising the complete uh, system that sits behind it. Thanks, David. Melita, you have a focus on bridging the gap between innovation in ag tech and its practical application on farm, which you've done exceedingly well with Sarah's tag. How does the Horizon Scholarship, though, help with that? Well, thanks, Judy. I think opportunities like the Horizon Scholarship, which has quite a broad um, acceptance level, you know, you don't have to be a livestock um, interested participant to to get an opportunity to meet and work with someone like us so as Bill said if you've got an interest in what's going on in the 
agriculture industry, the Horizon Scholarship is a great way to engage with all of the different players. So people often talk about supply chains and um, and things. I much prefer to think about agriculture as being a, a large ecosystem. And you'll hear livestock producers talk about being a you know a grass farmer as much as they are a livestock producer. And so Bill's understanding of his um, you know the plants and genetics and then to be able to have his lived experience of cattle work and the the engagement of multi-generational properties all of those things are part of the inspiration behind a platform like Sarah's tag where we've focused on not creating a piece of tech and then telling people all the things they need to change in their operation to make our tech more successful for them we've created tech that is to, and a whole platform which is there to support a, a business you already have and to lift its productivity, to lift its engagement and to uh, future-proof what's an amazing industry in Australia and also around the world. Well, I'd imagine there's only around 20 years or so between you two and and Bill. It has been a pretty remarkable period of innovation, hasn't it, if you think about how you and David started a lot's changed so we took um the the business itself uh we began in 2016 and when we came around speaking to people about our collaborative approach and how we wanted to be open and we wanted to have other partners you know part of what we're doing um a lot of people didn't think that the industry was ready for that and that you know we needed to have an end-to-end product and we couldn't you know, be as collaborative as we are. Now that we're commercial, the collaboration is our strength and the industry has shifted to that type of thinking for exactly what Bill said. How many apps can you have on your phone on farm to before it starts to impact your productivity and the time you have in a day? Mm. So being open to um, being part of what already exists on farm to enhance good systems and Bill saying uh, that we were smooth in our being digital by default when we originally came to the path to market for Sarah's tag and we wanted to be e-commerce part of that was around biosecurity and the fact that we didn't need to be in a Prado coming onto your property after we've been on five others and sharing the biosecurity risk of all of that um, on farm whereas you can from the comfort of your own home go through an e-commerce process and have that tag product delivered to your door without the need for all of that you know we've got opportunity for you to speak to people in our team by clicking an appointment on our website so the the human contact is still there but we don't need to interfere with your day to make you know good decisions and get on with the business of of being a property manager or or a farm owner. So part of the business of of being on farm like Bill or in a company like Ceres Tag is that you are going to need graduates to work for you. You're going to need trade graduates or university graduates. Do you think with your Masters of Education, Melita, that Australia's institutions are turning out the types of workers that you and businesses like Ceres Tag need? Oh, that's always a tricky question, Judy. Thank you for throwing that to me. Um, <laughs> I think motivated learners are a really important part of any industry 
And so to have that basic skill level of, of being able to learn new things, being able to collaborate, being able to search out the knowledge that you need and also be a good listener, those are the skills that are the foundation. And then you can put kind of a knowledge set over the top. So we always say that attitude can't be trained. You know, you can teach someone new knowledge and skills, but attitude is everything. And that willingness to, you know, Bill had to be very adaptable. He he did his um, time with us right at the beginning of the year when we were coming back online after the holiday break. Um, some of our external team that, uh, you know, our partnerships hadn't come back from holidays yet. And everything was done online, which was, I think, a different expectation than, than what Bill might have thought we, the way we ran. And so having um, an adaptable mindset is really important. So our institutions creating that, I think they're working hard to make that happen. But I think remembering that, you know, a group assignment isn't just kind of one person working really hard and managing everyone else in it, but everyone having that opportunity to really contribute and and grow an idea is one of the most important things that you can have. So our team has all individual skill sets, but because our in-office team is quite small, we all have to be able to help each other to get to the end goal. So academics, you know, that goes without question. Australia's um, institutions are some of the best in the world. So that that's a big tick that I think everyone can give. But encouraging students to be collaborative rather than competitive, I think, Competition is good and healthy, but being able to collaborate and grow something to be really robust, strong and and interesting is uh, an important skill set. David, there are more opportunities now, though, aren't there, in the ag tech industry? You must have a lot of colleagues that you've come across in your development path that um, offer opportunities to young people like Bill to be involved in ag tech and in the sustainable future of agriculture in Australia. You're absolutely right, Judy. The opportunities now are immeasurable in, in what it could be possible. And there are a lot of creative people out there that are developing some, you know, some very serious uh, value-adding uh, opportunities. I think with the formation recently of the Oz Agritech Association is a testament to the, the number and the quality, which I think we, to be honest, I have had a good look around the world. We really do stand above the rest here in Australia. We, we punch well above our weight. As usual for Aussies, we, we're punching well above our weight for whatever we choose to do. And certainly Agritech is one of those. For us, we have a philosophy here of collaboration and and certainly our uh, other ag tech partners that integrate with us, work alongside us, etc. Uh, we, we've got a, even a dedicated room in our office where people, if they're in Brisbane or they're passing through Brisbane or, or uh, want to spend some time with us, there's a place where they can actually sit and work for the day and access our people and and building that whole community is the important thing. Agriculture is a community and, and certainly we try to embrace that and certainly encourage it. Melita, are we going to see a different educational model then for producing ag tech employees? Are we going to see the demise of the three to five year degree? Is that too too long a time frame for turning out, you know, people that we are going to need to work in this industry? It's rapidly evolving. 
Oh, I think that's too big a question for me to answer. I think um, I think education is being looked at from our youngest right to our postgraduate and how best to do that in a modern and changing world. Um, I think modes of delivery is changing and I think um, the subjects that on, are on offer are changing and the, because the opportunities. So when I was leaving school, there was no such thing as a career in video gaming and creating video games. Um, so I think that, that that's a big question to ask. I think we always need to be flexible and future-proofing and, and looking for how best to provide an environment of, of excitement and an environment of ambition for our young people to to work and play in to then be inspired to to bring to the world the new things that we haven't thought of yet. Well, Bill, we wish you luck for your future as a Horizon Scholar and look forward to seeing you at uh, one of the Evoke Ag conferences, I'm sure. And David and Melita, thanks so much for sharing your expertise as, as leaders in your field. Great to talk to you. Thanks, Judy. It was lovely to speak with you and nice to hear you again, Bill. We haven't uh, heard from you for a little while while you've been off on your other adventures. Thank you very much. And, you know, as a final word, I, I guess I would add we would welcome other Horizon scholars for sure. It was a, a great experience for us. Hopefully it was for Bill too. And, um, look, we're, we're fully supportive of the opportunities that, uh, and learning that people might be able to get from from what we do as well. It's part of our collaboration attitude. Yeah. Yes, you certainly sound like you're breeding a collaboration mindset, the three of you. Thank you very much, uh, David and Melita, for having me for the two-week placement. And thank you, Judy, for having me on here today. Thank you, Bill. Thanks to Judy Kennedy for that interview with Bill Hyam and David and Melita Smith. Applications for the 2023 AgriFutures Horizon Scholarship will open in November 2022, that's this year, and students in the last two years of an agriculture-related undergraduate degree are encouraged to apply. Head to agrifutures.com.au slash horizon to find out more. If you are enjoying our AgriFutures On Air podcast, you can rate or review us anywhere you get your podcasts, or of course, reach out on social media. I'm Jane Cudahy. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to AgriFutures On Air, a podcast brought to you by AgriFutures Australia. For full access to a huge backlog of stories on Australia's agricultural trends and innovations, research outcomes, inspiring stories from our rural leaders and insights into new and emerging rural industries, please subscribe to AgriFutures On Air on your favourite podcasting app. You can also find more information at our website, agrifutures.com.au. Thank you.